All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have Avery, the normal brother-in-arm. We are missing Connor today, but we do have a special guest. Um, our, the only person in here that has a master's degree, which is wild, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he was in Chapel Hill for six years? Eight years? Five years. Five years. Oh, he, he said he, 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 it's too easy, coach. Big ball. He takes it. Takes it to the next level, Mr. Stephen Greer. How you doing, dog? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Oh man, good. I'm he's got glad. a good voice. Yeah, he's got a good, <laughs> good, good voice for the the podcast. So, Greer, what what you study in college? I studied public policy, psychology, and then got my master's in teaching. Dude, that's awesome, man. Now, what did all your education classes come in your master's program, or did you take some a little bit in your undergrad? I did a minor in education too, so that was like probably the easiest classes I've ever taken in oh, my yeah. life. It was great. No, all the education classes are just common sense, man. It's like, don't touch kids. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty much a given. Yeah, totally. Associate's degree. Yeah, associate's degree. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had different classes, but... Uh, <laughs> no, mine was very much common sense. I No, I, they were... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I don't, we, yeah. Didn't, we didn't cover the don't touch they kids. Already knew, I mean, they already crazy. knew yeah, not it to was touch a, kids. It was implied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were above us. Um but so, question for you. So the you were in Chapel them. Hill. Easy. Um, <laughs> so you were in Chapel Hill f- from 2016. 2015. Were, were you there when like the whole scandal of like the the fake classes thing went on? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I was there for two national championships in basketball. One Dude, was a win. Great. That was one of the best times in my life. Uh, and the whole academic scandal, which was great. Um, you know, as students, we thoroughly enjoyed that. And, uh, like, I just want to clear things up. Like, the reason why Chapel Hill got off on that was because uh, fraternity guys were also taking the same fake classes as athletes. So they made the argument that Calculated. the um, the classes were open up to the general public as well. I'm weak. That's hilarious. Very smart. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, so Greek, Greek life to the rescue. So, now... We've never UNCC has never been at CBCC. It's hey bro, definitely not our sports teams are your elite. mascot. <laughs> yeah, what is y'all's mascot? Uh, immigration policy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm public we, transportation. Yeah, public, public transportation. transportation. CMPD is our mascot because <laughs> all the homeless people they arrest oh, in the parking lot. Oh man, decks. that's funny. <laughs> now, now you have been part. <laughs> He cracked himself up. Um, So you've been part of two national championships. What is like? What is the atmosphere like when you win two national championships? Because we've never like neither one of us and Connor has never been a part of something. We have high schools play at our field. (laughs) (laughs) So we only won one while I was there. We lost to Villanova my freshman year and won against uh, Gonzaga my sophomore year. so, like, anytime we beat Duke in basketball or anytime NC that we State. win a national championship. No, NC State's not a real yeah, competition. Yeah, we, absolutely, they absolutely. said yeah. no, no. They're not a real um, But, like, we'll, everyone will run out onto Franklin Street and just, like, lose it. I mean, like, they closed down Franklin Street ahead of these games nice. in anticipation for this. Uh, and, like, Dang. when we won the national championship, I mean, I've never, like, you've seen, you saw the riots that happened this summer. Yeah. Like, it was like that. Like, you know, oh. like, people were setting shit on fire in the middle of the street. <laughs> like, I mean, I swear, I have a bunch of pictures of me jumping over fire. There's a great video of my friend shooting off a bottle rocket in the middle of Franklin Street, like, in this huge crowd. Sounds oh like a fun Hit some girl in the head. Um, I would love to experience this. This is I mean, it's, ab- it's absolutely wild. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you weren't, 
you know, uh, on any substances whatsoever, you would still just be engulfed in the feelings that everyone's I, expressing. Oh yeah, I saw a dude climbing on a telephone pole on oh, yeah. Twitter when uh, that happened and he fell. Yeah, no, no, it happens all the time. That's awesome. The ambulance tries to get through the crowd and it just can't usually. Oh. Fun fact, I was in Chapel Hill when they won their final four game right, right before they lost to Villanova. What was that Villanova loss like? Like Pain. you, you, you experienced the greatest glories of of beating Gonzaga, but the year before, you're having one of the most heart like worst defeats in history in college basketball history. Yeah, no, that so that was my freshman year. Uh, so you know, we're all kind of coming in, not really knowing what to expect, um, and that was a much better atmosphere. Like I feel like people had been because we hadn't been in a national championship in Do you, you know since 2009 at that point. So, you know, it was it was a lot. Uh, and I remember I was like sitting on the road and a cop came up and consoled me after the <laughs> loss because we were watching it on our lawn. Um, and that was like that, that's a that's a fond memory that I have of the Chapel Hill Police Department doing some great things, which uh, they don't always do. I'm uh, but, <laughs> uh, the, the win was significantly better. I will say that. Um, and I was also coming off of a great spring break. So it was Dude. really yeah. the, the best thing was the day after the national championship. Basically, all the professors like canceled class. It was a beautiful Carolina awesome. day, like clear sky. Yeah. Everyone was just like, I don't know. You know, if you were partying on your roof, you were doing that. If you were just like lying down on the grass, you were doing that. Like everyone was just soaking everyone it up. Was lit and hungover. Oh, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, did you get into the games for free? Yeah, yeah. You get you get student tickets. Oh, I, I, were the, I was it hard to, to get tickets? Yeah, no. For basketball, it's real hard. So seniors are guaranteed uh, the wow. Duke game if you've never been. So you can get that's, that's Duke cool. game tickets. How do, how do they know whether you've been or not? It's Just a whole. Free. So it's a lottery system. So you enter online and you can win the lottery. And supposedly, if you go to more games, um, you know, it, it puts you in a better position to like go to more sporting events. It puts you in a better position to well, I will to say, to win the lottery more. UNC Charlotte has a great soccer program. I know yes, it's off they, topic from them. They do. That's but they, a sport we we're won. good at. <laughs> yeah. Where we we I live here, we live here. Um, but dude, I couldn't. Dude, I couldn't imagine winning a national championship. Like that would be so wild. Like, yeah, you. He was one hundred percent right. Like I can it's only a college, imagine college just town. Like, it's not the oh, same. Yeah, 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 Chapel yeah. Hill is the epitome of a college town. Um, now, did you go to like other sporting events? Like, because you said the lottery. If you go to different ones, you kind of it, it makes you look better. So, I mean, I say that, that's, that's the technical rule, but uh, I have this inner working theory that it's a, an entirely rigged system, that they give more tickets to freshmen and sophomores to kind of build that, like, love for Carolina basketball, and they give less tickets to juniors and seniors, because that was mm-hmm. my experience and my friends' experiences. Get the crazy kids that right. want, to, want the experience from a college setting, yeah? Exactly, exactly. And Get, I think you're more, sorry, willing, dog. you're more willing to pay your senior year for tickets Mm-hmm. You know, just because you don't want to miss out on those experiences while you're there. I just, want, I just want this to be known that we had a rule after last week's podcast it's that ice. he cannot eat on the podcast. And what is he eating right now? I'm, ice. I think it's ice chips. It's technically a liquid. I don't care. It's actually uh, it's H2O solid. in solid form. Oh, crap. Ooh. He said he, associate's degree failing me <laughs> right now. <laughs> masters, <laughs> masters coming to bite you. All right. So I now this is kind of a little bit off of Chapel Hill, um, but... You are a psychology history kind of, and you're 
you're teaching uh, African American studies. So I do have to talk to you because we are a sports podcast. Where do you think that politics should be in sports? Because you got a lot of kind of a couple people who are like in one band of thoughts of like the athletes should just shut up and do their job. You have a whole different group of people who are like. They're people they need to do. So I wanted to get like your take of like we've seen over the past year, like literally games and series being shut down in the NBA bubble because of uh, Jacob Blake and and kind of the protest that the Bucks started and everybody kind of uh, went along with. Even the Lakers and the Clippers saying like, hey, we don't want to finish because uh, we want to kind of put our focus back on social injustice. So what do you think politics and sports should look like? So politics and sports, I think, is like a super complicated issue because of like the capitalist society that we live in. Okay. You know, like the sports are just trying to like make money, right? At the end of the day, they're businesses. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, they do cater to the fans to like a large extent. That being said, like to tell any athlete that they should just like shut up and dribble is like ridiculous. It's like not treating them like humans. No, yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, like, everyone has a First Amendment right, like, you know, like, yeah. and it's just like. It's, I don't want to take away from your question, but the thing that's so annoying is like, they're not just there for entertainment. Right. They're, they're real people outside of what they do. And when people are like, it's just a job, it's like, yeah, it's their job, but they get different benefits than you do because they're athletes and role models to role models, yeah. people. And it's like, you can't just tell them to shut up and dribble. And like from what I've seen in my classroom, like we've had, we had a conversation when the, you know, Jacob Blake shooting happened and uh, the Bucks came out with that whole thing and it sort of trickled down the rest of the NBA. We sort of talked about it, but like it means a lot to these kids. You know, and like I can only imagine what it meant to the kids in Milwaukee that are like in, you know, desperate situations mm-hmm. and they're seeing their team stand up in that way, um, you know, for whatever reason it is. I mean, it means a lot to them. So I think that that's something that like we have to consider as well. But I also think that like it's like the simple act of like kneeling, you know, in the NFL, like they're not even doing anything else. Like there's nothing on the backs of their jerseys, you know, like they're not putting out any statements. Like it's nothing like that. It's like letting like an individual do that without any repercussions. Mm-hmm. Like I, I you know, don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, people are choosing to get offended. I, yeah, absolutely. I think that people are choosing to get offended, but I think that people also, and my dad's gonna hate me because he's listening right now. But I think <laughs> that people are misunderstanding what it's really about. Of like, yeah. I think at the beginning. Like especially when it first started, and Colin Kaepernick wasn't taking a knee, um, and he was like, like sitting. just sitting on the bench. That could be seen as a little bit disrespectful to the flag and national anthem. Sure. Um, but when he goes to a Green Beret and he says, "How can mm-hmm. I be like the protest injustice pro- protest respectfully and still uphold the morals of the flag?" Yeah. Um, and kind of protest that way. I think that that's. I think that people. I think that right now where we're at in society as a political. Uh, spectrum people are so polarized and they're yeah. so set in their beliefs and so it's like the, you're allowed the conserv- to think what you think unless it's different than what i think exactly and so the conservative no matter what you tell them no matter what happens they're gonna be Mad. like they're gonna be angry that any type of protest is happening while the the kind of the liberal side the the more democratic are side for it that are, are gonna be all for it um and so i and think then, that it's, maybe even to a dangerous level and yeah then the, and then the people caught in the middle are like why are y'all arguing so much? right yeah <laughs> right. honestly right. me like us <laughs> yeah I, I think it was like it was huge when i don't know his name but the the long snapper for the eagles i don't know if he's still the long snapper but like a while back when Colin Kaepernick was was kneeling, he was like he was retired military. 
Yeah. And like even he was saying like, yeah, like I've talked to the guys yeah. and, I, and I totally understand Same. what they're doing. When you have like a vet saying that yeah. who's yeah. playing in the NFL, it was, it's like, how are you still angry about it, this? It was the same Alejandro Villanueva. He said, I've talked to them and I respect what they want to do. Right. But they all agreed to stand together and show their own former and, respect. Yeah, and absolutely. You can, and, and it's another thing of like with Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed and the whole situation, especially now kind of with uh, George Floyd and Jacob Blake and Breonna Taylor, um, all of that kind of social injustice movement that we've kind of been dealing with and kind of looking at and kind of experiencing for the past what six months um i think that it's really one of those things where you could say what you want about like whether or not it's disrespecting the flag whether or not it isn't um but i think that it's still got to remain like they have the ability to do that yeah um i mean you also have the ability to stand yeah like like and i think like the what the nba did this summer you know, it was great to a lot of extent, but I think there were some players, particularly black players, who got like flack for standing. It was, you know, Jonathan, Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, yeah. like my my kids were talking about that, and I was like, look, like you He's shouldn't ju- like some, just because someone's a certain skin color does not mean that they have to think a certain way. Like that is like wrong thinking entirely. Yeah, yeah. like that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's it's kind of annoying. It's like what I was saying earlier. It's like if someone thinks differently than you and you judge them by their skin color, they're supposed to kneel like you Yeah, are. whether it's white it's or black. Just, yeah. It's not fair to them either because we're all allowed to believe what we want. That's 100%. the beautiful thing of our society. Yeah. Now, kind of going off of that, um, so we've talked about a little bit of how the NBA bubble has kind of transitioned. And, I mean, we just saw the conclusion of the NBA season. Um, and LeBron. Which, which is wild that, like – We've seen the Tennessee Titans have what? What was it? Twenty two at one point. A lot. A lot. We we've seen MLB at one point. They had the Miami Marlins like back in April or May. They had like eleven. Had, had like no. They had like seventeen or eighteen. But they have literally had no NBA like exposure. They've had no positive tests for the entire bubble. And we've seen now with uh, with LeBron James and the Lakers beating the Miami Heat. Um, And so my question to you is where, and some people are like Shannon Sharp is one of those who he loves LeBron James. You might have Max Kellerman who is completely against LeBron James or, or, uh, uh, what was a skip Bayless skip. I tell you what, skip. So with LeBron winning his fourth championship and the Lakers getting tied with the Celtics for the most championships all time, where does that, where does that put him in the all time conversation? Think he's still top three? You you think just think top he, three? You don't who? Oh no, not top three, top two. Okay, I don't. Who's I ahead? Don't, who's ahead? Just Michael. Michael. I don't think yeah. he's ahead of Michael. Either. So I I don't know. I do, and I love LeBron. But yeah, way. yeah. I mean that, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. Um, I think like time's gonna tell. Yeah. Right. Like I mean, he's thirty three, thirty four. I think. Yeah. Uh, which is like crazy that he's still like playing at this level mm-hmm. at this age. And so it's like if he can like keep this up for he's, like five he, years, he's like fine wine. He can yeah, win like, like three more. Right. I it, mean, like we're talking like I maybe think, solidifying. That. I think until he ties or passes Jordan, he'll never be considered better. I think if we're going by championship, I'm going. I would agree to with you to a certain extent. I think that if he gets one more in my book, he's better. Um, and the reason why is because I was telling Connor about this because we talked earlier, um, but. There's something to be said about somebody who year in, year out, for years, 10, 15 years, can be at the top of the game. 
Um, and you can say Michael Jordan was the top of the game for what nine years, ten they years. Left. But then he left. He went to the Wizards. He wasn't nearly as good there. No, he quit um, for baseball too. Yeah, he quit yeah. for baseball. Um, and no, he but, was dropping twenty a game at forty. He just wasn't the same, Mike. Yeah, no, definitely not the same. Yeah. But if we're talking about like LeBron James, who is in his seventeenth year, he he's in his seventeenth year, yeah. dropping twenty six, eight and eight he's, in the finals. He's just an anomaly of an athlete, man. He is an anomaly, but I feel I, like go ahead. I think he's also like a better man than Jordan was. Oh yeah, like, I'll yeah. say that hundred yeah. percent. No, that's like you can't even really debate. I mean, it. if no, you yeah. look at, I mean, you look at just like the. the I think Jordan. Sorry. No, if you just look at what he's done for Akron as a whole, yeah. of like the, the what, I what's, yeah, the yeah, I promise that's school. Huge to me. That's I huge think to me. Jordan is now trying. I'm not gonna say saving his image, but he's just now doing what he should have been doing when he was an athlete. What's like, that? Like, uh, like he's the he's social sp- injustice things. He yeah. Uh, I mean the racial, and he's starting like a NASCAR team. A NASCAR and team Bubba, Bubba Wallace, Wallace is the number one. Um, I, I think Jordan's done really well with his money. And I think that we'll see what LeBron's done. Yeah. I think, you know, he's still playing the game, so he's focused yeah. on that. Um, but, like, as far as, like, basketball is concerned, I mean, like, I, as a Hornets I, fan, Jordan's I mean, a if, terrible if, owner. If you oh, watched, yeah. uh, what was it called? Last Dance. Last Dance. Like, he was not a very nice teammate. Yeah, and I think that <laughs> I think that I think Michael Jordan is a very much like a, like, business We're winning first. regardless like, how you feel. And even <laughs> when it gets to, like, like, business is he is like cutthroat like he does not care just like how he was on the court exactly exactly but i think that lebron has a little bit of like a a softer touch to him i mean you look at the akron house that or the i promise school Mm -hmm. um just like the the philanthropy yeah philanthropy yeah that but what's the philanthropist philanthropic Yes, that. Oh. Um, yeah, master's degree. So um, you can't can't relate. Um, I don't know that one yet. Yeah, but <laughs> if you just look at what he's done for Akron and the world as a whole, and just how much he's tried to dedicate himself to social injustice and stuff like that, um, I think that you can, without a shadow of a doubt, say that he is the better man. Um, but I think that if we're looking at a strictly basketball point of view, if you look at how many playoff points he has he's heads and leaps and bounds above anyone else well, um and i think over the next two three years if he can get one more championship that's it yeah. for me and he beats Mike. that's that's one of the reasons i don't like even comparing them is the time of like how long they played for the eras they played in and the retirement thing and coming back thing it's just hard to compare them yeah for me and i don't like doing it because everyone older than us is going to say MJ without a doubt, and all of us is like and LeBron I think without that, a doubt. I think and it's just that, like, that goes we just back to appreciate kind of, them both. That kind of goes back to what I see as like the problem with society of like people being so close minded and like too busy my, arguing to LeBron James could literally go seventeen and zero in the finals, and he would just like nope. Yeah. Michael did this better, and it's like well, I, I don't think that anybody. I don't think Michael Jordan people, the the generation or two before us that saw Michael Jordan play, I don't think that they're ever going to say that yeah. anybody was better than Michael. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about us when we get older, and there's like another hot shot, eighteen, yeah. and it's just the chosen one, Zion, right? That's what they say. Mm, I don't think he's on LeBron's <laughs> who, level. Who do you think? And we and we've talked about it a little bit, but I want to get awesome, your. Though. I want to get your point kind of get your perspective 
Who do you think could be the next in line? I mean, wait, you go. Are we from, talking about the youngest guys right now? Like the so face of the it, NBA. So we've talked to Michael. Then Michael went to Kobe. Kobe went to LeBron. LeBron to who? I'm yeah, I don't. I don't know if we've necessarily seen him yet, but. I mean, I'm loving Jason Tatum right now. Okay, that, so you think, think Jason that, Tatum think, could be it? For, I think that he could be. Well, I mean, again, yeah. time will tell. Yeah. He's not – I mean, like, you look at LeBron's first couple of years, and I think he was doing a little bit more. You know, like, people were still seeing something special He in was him. just a freak athlete then, bro. Yeah. This dude was jumping over, like, Drew Gooden. I mean, he, he carried the Cavs to the playoffs multiple times. Oh, yeah. Or, like, early on, you know, yeah, like, 18, like 19 Mo years Williams old. Mo Williams and Ilgoskis and Drew Gooden and Daniel House. Anderson Barajal. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Uh, I'd say Luca is the fa- is going to be the next face. I do love Luca. That's my opinion. I do love. Luka. I, I'm I'm going with Luca too, just because he is like he has more triple doubles at such a young age than he's, anybody else in he's history. Younger than us. Uh, he is younger than us. He's younger than him because oh, yeah, he's, he's he's like our our age. Yeah. Um, but it's it's wild how like Luca can like. He's, I he's think, the youngest insane, to ever get 40, 10, and 10 in a game. Like, I that's saw just wild. Shannon Sharp said he was like a shorter, oh, I don't know if he's shorter, but like a more athletic Larry Bird with way better hands. I don't, uh, and I, I was like, but they always call every white guy the next Larry right. Bird. Right. No, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like, and like, Luca is like, uh, Visibly white, but like not ethnically, <laughs> like or in that in that like normal yeah. sense, like you know, like he's from he's Slovakia. Larry was a fat Indiana boy, right? Right? Yeah, like <laughs> little farmer's boy, just, right? I know how to make ball go in. White white bread American like kid, <laughs> you know, from bumfuck Indiana, and it's like <laughs> Luca is. I mean, like Luca's been playing professional basketball since he was since like he was like sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Now we're, we're talking about the liberal thing. Let's talk about you know Lake Magic versus Larry. Who do you think? All the conservatives love Larry, and all the liberals love Magic. I think that has to do with AIDS. Yeah, AIDS. Oh, you're right. Doesn't your dad love Larry like above everybody? My dad's a Celtics fan. I think that has something to do with it too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, how can you hate a Lake, or how can you love a Laker? My dad actually loves Magic Johnson. He thinks he's awesome. But like when they were playing, he hated. He still. I've I've always liked Magic Johnson. South Park did a great episode with Magic Johnson. I don't know. if I haven't seen it. No, I have seen this. Never mind. They just inject money to cure AIDS, like straight into (laughs) it. I think it's hilarious. (laughs) Now I will tell you this, and kind of going back to a little bit to the LeBron versus Michael thing. I think that one thing that LeBron has against him. Um, above the 6-0 and in the finals that every Michael Jordan fan says. I don't think that LeBron will ever be the international icon that Michael Jordan was. I mean, if you go to yeah. if you go to France, I mean, you saw it in the Last Dance documentary. You go to France well, he had or more China paparazzi or Japan, than like a celebrity. Yeah, he he has like the the most pop. He has the most people lined up for him than French people do. I think you also um, you got to realize like where the NBA was at at that time, and it where other professional yet. leagues were exactly right. Like you look at like China now, like they have their own league. Well, China Jer- loves Jeremy Kobe. Lin. Jeremy yeah. Lin over there balling in right, China. Right, right. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, and it's just like, I, I don't know if we'll ever be able to get to that level of international popularity because America doesn't dominate the market anymore. Yeah, yeah that's very good take. Uh, yeah, I think that that was great. So, we, we talked about LeBron. So, I have to ask you, because LeBron, if you look at kind of who's 
kind of the next up, um, you got to talk about kind of the Hall of Fame. And, and I think that we've we've lost quite a few Hall of Famers, especially in baseball. Um, uh, Lou Brock died. Dude, uh, a legend has died like the last three weeks in baseball. Yeah, and they've it, all been Cardinals players. Yeah, it was uh, uh, Joe Morgan died. Um, that was yesterday, right? I think two days ago, he but something like that. played for the Reds, though. Yeah. Yeah. There, quite a few people have died, but Legends, I, I got to ask you. So, I it got me thinking, especially because I want I want Avery's take on this. Um, with Lev Bell getting released um, by the Jets, when you're zero and five and get released by an zero and five team, that's tough. I mean, that's what he wanted, though. It's what oh he no, wanted. He, yeah, for he sure. He hated Adam Gase. Oh, he was like, why does to, Adam Gase still have a job? I guess the owners are just like. Screw it. We're going to get rid of everybody they signed before Adam signed or joined up. Because Adam joined, what, in the middle of last season? Or earlier? He, I think he started last yeah, season. Yeah, well, he didn't want Le'Veon when they tried to sign him. Well, I think you're also, like, staking your reputation. Like, yeah, you're it's saying, like, you know, you got to give him a little bit more time. Yeah. Because, like, they were like, hey, this is our guy. I mean, they're talking about putting Sam on a trading block and just doing full rebuild mode. But Which the is thing crazy. is, how are you going to rebuild if now you got that cap hit from Le'Veon? They're getting $38 million hit on their cap. And the thing is, whoever signs Bell will sign him for cheap, but he's still getting his $38 million from the Jets. So who do you think will sign Bell? Buffalo. You're thinking wow. the Buffalo Bills are okay. going to sign Lave Bell. Buffalo. My landing spots are Buffalo, Miami, yeah, and Pittsburgh. I think he might want to come home. But I think – no, that's that biased. And I wouldn't mind having him come back, but I just think – You think they want him back? I know that some of the players still are friends with him. Okay, but I don't some of the know. players are talking about management. A lot – yeah, because he did cut like, like I mean, he, he did he, kind of do the. He franchise. wasn't yeah. he wasn't as cancerous as AB, but he no, still. Yeah, but I mean, he caused he a lot of stuff. They tried to taint Ben's leadership, saying like Ben did whatever, but now Ben's four and zero and best career start ever, and now they're both unemployed. And it's like, who looks wrong now? You know, it's like mm. I think bringing him in that locker room with what they got going could really mess up chemistry. Why Buffalo and Miami though, dude? Miami, Buffalo's been killing it. Buffalo. Well, the thing is, Buffalo. They could use. A they weapon. got crushed in the run game last night. Yeah, and if they could sign Le'Veon for vet men, have him as a two down back and Singletary as their third down, they could be very dangerous. That would be good. You know, that another spot good. I could see is New England. I with Cam. I don't, I don't see any need. They don't need them, but I, I think that Cam and Love Bell would be a dangerous combination. But yeah. I, the thing that I'm worried about is they. The reason why they Sam uh, signed Cam for so less to be run is. Because they don't have that much cap, mean, yeah. Um, and I don't think that they can even sign yeah. Love Bell for a vet minimum. The another one more team I would say is the Colts. Mm-hmm. See him and Jonathan Ex- Taylor, especially with Marlon Mack out for the season. Yeah, and then um, that Naheem would be Hines as a running third down receiver back. But Le'Veon could do it too. I don't know, man. He could I really fit bu- into any team. I did not think about Buffalo, but I think that Buffalo would benefit yeah. greatly from but that. Buffalo has a great chance. Yeah. Great, great chance of making the playoffs. Somehow he comes back to the Bucks. If he comes back to Pittsburgh, I can wear his jersey again. So that's like one good thing. Well, yeah, Le'Veon, when you hear this, yeah. just let uh, – let, let, just, Come just on the podcast. That, uh, come on the podcast, bro. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> that, 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 just do this for Avery. Yeah, yeah, please, bro. Sign my jersey. Please. It's a color rush too. It's like the only color rush I got. All right. Now, Sorry. this is completely <laughs> off. This is completely off uh, what we were talking about. But – who has the best jerseys? What team has the best jerseys? You it could be. Know what I'm going to say. We're obviously talking about Atlanta right now, right? 
the the, the black. The I say black I say ones? I say that market. I say that mockingly because their They're uniforms ugly. are trash. I they look the like an airport uniform good. with ATL on there. They look I like think arena the league ones. uniforms. Uh, I'm gonna say Chargers. Chargers have sexy uniforms. The powder blues with the number on the helmet. Mm. I think they're sexy. I've always been a big Seahawks jersey fan. I, I I'm with I'm with Greer. I, I think that I the think Seahawks the the kind of highlight green. No, they I think all, it yeah, looks the, pretty the good. highlighter all highlighter ones. Dude, are they ugly. meshed it. They meshed it real well with the yeah with the, the, the Sounders, the, the blue bottoms, the Sounders too. Their their uh, MLS team. Oh, I love their oh, all. I I, okay, one. I like the Seahawks all grays, but I don't like the green ones. I like the green ones with the blue bottoms. The all green ones are a little uh, too much. Yeah, like it Oregon. is too much. Well, it is in Oregon. I mean, the best Oregon the, was pretty good. They had um, pretty good uniforms back in the day, another too. Another team with good uniforms? Panthers. I – this is – and this isn't the, the Hornet – or this isn't the NFL, but I really like the Miami Heat, like the Miami, the Vice. Miami Vice jerseys. Yeah. yeah. Nah, dude, yeah. It's, it's the vintage Grizzlies for me. The, the oh, Vancouver yeah. ones? Yeah. yeah. Those are fire. Also, if they could bring back the Sonics, that'd the, be great. The black, the black Phoenix Suns jerseys with Ooh. the with the orange sun coming across Dude, the belly. The 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 retro Hornets the, ones. The nineties awesome. Hornets ones are the nineties uniforms were the best they uniforms were, the NBA has ever had for anyone. Y'all remember the, Bulls, the early two thousand ones? Trash, trash, baggy shorts, just awful. Block shoulders. Yeah. Oh, you remember when they tried to do T-shirts? <laughs> During like 2010, the Christmas yeah, yeah, Day yeah. ones, and LeBron ripped his sleeves off. Right, right. Because he said he hates this, and so the NBA was like, "Okay, master, we yeah. will not have sleeves anymore." <laughs> Dude, that's a, if we go back to the LeBron thing real quick. You know, like on the last dance, like the referees were like literally like Michael was like, "That's a foul," and the refs were like, "Okay, Michael." Yeah. Oh yeah, you're then right, dog. Like, my foul. bad. Yeah, <laughs> I believe you. And like, and like we don't like I don't know like yeah, LeBron has a lot of uh, power over the NBA in general, but like he doesn't have that power. You know, yeah. probably it's probably the gambling. Oh yeah, I mean that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Michael's yeah, like, who, know, who knows what ethics our new refs have yeah. nowadays? Michael's like, bro, like, I need to gain a hundred million dollars. Oh, like, come spe- on, man. Speaking of refereeing, which league has the worst refs? I'm saying NFL. They think, are atrocious. I think the NFL just, but I think the reason is because they have so much responsibility. Oh, of they like suck. baseball, it's not like there's so many rules. There. Baseball is yeah. For football, there's so many rules. There's holding. There's pass interference. There's face masks. There's clipping. There's uh, roughing the tra- roughing the passer. There is uh, yeah. You're right, but I still think they mess up way more than they get it. I right. think so too. No, but, but I think I think I think you're right. But I think that's why they mess yeah. up. Right? Like, it's so much to fucking yeah. remember. The main Sorry. thing. No, you're good. The main thing is like. When they review them and still get it wrong is the main thing. Oh, yeah. Well, they, yeah. that's yeah. not a thing anymore. Well, no, well, the, the scoring plays. Yeah, it's and just it's like one of those things where like – Alberto Riveron. Alberto Riveron. I hate um, it. I think that it's one of those things where for football it's so subjective of there's contact wherever you go. And so it's one of those things where like if you wanted to, you could call holding every single play if you looked hard enough. Um, and so – like yes, there are like definitely extreme cases, um, but I think that it's one of those things where NFL they have so much more responsibility yeah. than an umpire does. An umpire, yes, he can make or break well, a they game, get, they but get it's time not. time between plays. Yeah, <laughs> like they're, not, they're they're also not running. Yeah, that's true. Like I mean, like boy, I love at, them refs that be jetting it down the oh, field yeah. as fast oh, as yeah. receivers. Like God, have you guys have you guys ever refed a game? Like yeah. any game? I refed a bas- a women's basketball game. I've refed basketball. It's tough. I got yelled at by a middle-aged woman. It's tough. 
It, it, it is hard. League. I, I always felt that I could be a really good umpire. I called a Steve foul. Right. <laughs> I called a you foul. You got to have your hand signals down. That's for woman sure. said, what? I was like, Karen. <laughs> Karen, no. <laughs> so, real quickly before we kind of go back off of the kind of whatever we – Tangent. I don't tangent. even know. I don't know. It's a good conversation there. though. Um, but, so, we've talked about Lev Bell. Do you think – first of all, do you think Antonio Brown – the other part of that Steelers kind of I don't like misfits gang. AB, man, AB hurts my heart. Do you, do you think that's – I mean, he, he had an eight-game, nine-game suspension. Do you think that he will get signed by anybody? and make No like, chance. No, no chance? No, he in Miami he just had his lawyer like leave the case because evidence against him is so incriminating for his sexual assault case. He's not getting signed. He's too toxic, and I think like also like just he, like mentally and emotionally, he's, he's too toxic. He's like to a making team. rap music and doing porn right now, and like just got his baby mama pregnant again, and then like break up every two weeks. He's literally insane. Yeah, and like I, the fact that Mike Tomlin could coach both those crazy crackheads at the <laughs> same time, dude deserves a Nobel Prize. <laughs> I'm weak. That's all I'm gonna say. And I so, I, 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 w- I wish AB's fall from grace wasn't just yeah <laughs> into the ground. But real so real question. So we, we talked about we talked about A B and A B is was at the height of the league for one of the four best. years, five years, it something like, like it that. It was like seven years. Seven years, whatever it was. Do you think that that's good enough to get him in the Hall of Fame? I don't no. think it's enough, bro. If he would have stayed five more years and our defense would have got as good as it did, they definitely could have submitted themselves. They could have won one. What? 2017 was the year. If you're looking at the Hall of Fame, does off-field issues kind of go into the factor of like – because like I'm going to be honest with you. If if you take Terrell Owens, T.O., like off-field stuff off like – off of his resume, yeah. then T.O. on the field is Hall of Fame for sure. I don't, but, he, I, but he stayed on the field. Yeah, That's bro, the thing. Yeah, what A.B. did has got him kicked off. Right. He got traded to the Raiders, called Mike Mike Mayock a racist white asshole, is what he called him. Tried to fight his GM, got traded to the Patriots, had a sexual assault case come out, and Bill was like, nah, bro, I can't handle you. If Bill if can't Bill handle yeah, you, yeah. then you're done. Like, you had Aaron Hernandez on your team. <laughs> So, but but <laughs> like, do you think? But kind of going off of AB, like we look at other people, Terrell Owens. We look at other people like Barry Barry Bonds, and that's a whole different. Nadamakin Sue. Nadamakin Sue. <laughs> do to get in the Hall of Fame? Do you think that it should be just be considered on your on-field accomplishments, or should off-field accomplishments or not accomplishments, but kind of dings against your character be held against you in the in, career? Resume. Unless you did something like Antonio Brown did or Aaron Hernandez and yeah, Aaron different Hernandez, levels for yeah, sure. But like Aaron Hernandez wasn't putting up Hall of Fame numbers. But I mean, I, I don't. Again, like I don't think it's a conversation of will they discredit his yeah. good years because of what happened on the field. You should be he able was to never get able in. to finish his career. Yeah. yeah. Now whether or not whether or not that's true or not, before you get angry at me, I, mean, I won't get angry. You look at a lot of people who are going to be in the Hall of Fame, Kobe. God rest I, his soul. Is Kobe? I think Kobe's in the Hall of Fame. He is Without in the a Hall doubt, of Fame. He's going in the no, Hall of Fame. No, but I think he's, no, already, he's in. already in. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but he like you, it last year. but you look at him. He had a sexual assault case brought to him. Ray Ray Rape, Lewis killed a, like Ray Lewis killed a guy. Killed a guy. Uh, <laughs> big 
Big Ben, that whatever, was an whatever you want to say, <laughs> there was an accusation brought against him. I mean, you see, I'm a just lot thankful of, it wasn't during cancel culture. He would have been done. Yeah, but who do you think? And this kind of gets me to the point of what I was asking. So we talk about AB. You said he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. Who do you think is somebody who is kind of questionable whether or not they should be in the Hall of Fame that you think, yes, without a shadow of a doubt, they need to be in the Hall of Fame? Because mine, I'll, I'll, I'll start us off with this one. I'm going with Phillip Rivers. Um, and the reason why I'm going with Phillip Rivers oh. is just based on numbers. Got the stats. Okay? So, if you look at Phillip Rivers, he's an eight-time Pro Bowler. He was Comeback Player of the Year. But where he hits his stride is his passing yards and his passing touchdowns and where he is both number six all-time for passing yards and passing touchdowns right sure. behind Dan Marino, who he is 1,000 yards behind. I'm pretty sure Ben is right behind them, too. He is. He yeah. is. And then Eli's behind them. I I don't know if he's like Eli's behind them on yards and completions, not touchdowns. Yeah, but so I'm going with Philip Rivers. I do think that Philip Rivers is like underrated. He's never won Super Bowls, and I think that you have to win Super Bowls to like really be considered strongly. Um, but Philip Rivers, year in year out, he was maybe not the best, but he also played. If he played personal opinion if he played in the 80s and the 90s even the early 2000s he would have been the best but because he's with Peyton Manning because he's with Tom Brady because he's with Drew Brees because he even is with in his own draft class Eli Manning and Ben Roethlisberger he's always been in their shadow he's he's always been in their shadow exactly Exactly. so I'm going Philip Rivers deserves to be in the Hall of Fame what do y'all think dude no I think that's spot on I think everyone in that draft class well them three in that draft class all deserve Hall of Fame you think so? Do you I, think Eli Manning? Yeah, bro. He was good in his prime, and they won two Super Bowls. And like he put up the numbers. If you look at it, he's right behind them too. Yeah, if your argument's numbers, I mean, I guess Eli's in there. But he fell off hard. He did fall hard. Off hard. Odell, right. Odell made him look nice. And it, do we have any other people other than like Philip Rivers? It could be in basketball, baseball, whichever Man, one y'all want. It's really hard to decide because Philip Rivers is like just stuck in my brain now. Football. Everyone I'm thinking of is already in. <laughs> I think I think if uh, Russell Wilson keeps his stuff up. Oh, thousand percent. Yeah. I think he's yeah. going. But I think, again, like time will tell. Like he's young. But, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that if AD retired today, Anthony Davis, think if he retired today, he would be in the Hall of Fame. No, absolutely not. I think that's a ridiculous opinion. Yeah. Whoa, I'm with whoa, him whoa. on that. I'm with him. <laughs> no, I, he's going to keep like, playing. Like, what? <laughs> I, and, I, and the reason why is because I think that – the NBA, the NBA Hall of Fame is such a oh yeah, it's like a club. Yeah, it's such a like a, a popularity contest that the bar is like I'm not saying anything against the NBA Hall of Fame, like they have the best, but the bar is significantly lower than the other leagues, yeah. NFL, uh, Major League Baseball, so on and so forth. Oh okay, I got one. Clayton Kershaw will definitely go to Hall of Fame. Interesting. I do think you he think should. that if he based off numbers, based off right now, or like where you think he'll be in three years, Career. like if he stopped right now? Yeah, I think he'd be like third ballot, second, third ballot if they do that in MLB. I think that would be yeah. But I think if, that would be good if they win a World Series soon or later. He's still like what thirty three, thirty four. I think I think that Mike Trout, if he stopped right now, would be in the Hall. One hundred percent. Yeah, Mike Trout's that dude. 
Yeah, he's like, I, he's like he's only twenty nine, but like he has like look three it. MVPs to his name. All those records, MVPs, just never yep. anything because the Angels refused to build around him for some yep. reason. All right, so on the flip side of that, who is somebody that has a good chance to be in the Hall of Fame or is kind of questionable, kind of like Philip Rivers or Eli Manning or whatever that you don't think is going to be in the Hall of Fame? I mean, I'm gonna. That's hard. Do you want to say yours? Because I want to push back on it. I'm going with Dame Damian Lillard's and not going to be okay. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, see, like I I want to push back on that because like I think he I think he is going to be in the Hall of Fame. I think the reason why is because I think like Mike Trout, I don't think that the Trailblazers are ever going to build a good enough team around him, and I think that Dame is so set on extinguishing this super team dilemma that he's going to be loyal to the trailblazers and it's going to be his downfall. That's oh, going to be the thing that elevates him, bro. Right. No, I like, <laughs> I mean like you, so you just brought up the case of like, you know, anyone in the NBA can like make it into the hall of fame, like, you know, with like decent numbers and like, it's much easier than these. Yeah, but but yeah. AD has a ring now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like look at, yeah. Like look at all the people. Are you, are you going to say that? Like he couldn't do it by himself. Right. Exactly. Oh, so we're just – so y'all don't have any original ideas. We're just making fun of mine. Okay. No, no. I mean – No, I'm just making – I'm just I, kidding. I don't know. I think that, like, AD could be there. But I think to say now, like, if he retired right now, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. That's, like, insane. I think so. I think he could. I think that's – I'm no. I oh, I can't think of someone who I think I think James Harden could it. get in the Hall of Fame if he stopped right now. Probably. I think – I mean, I think you're right. And I think – what Russell Westbrook is also kind of there. Um, yeah, with the triple doubles. Right, right. And I like what he did with the Thunder. It's hard to say who you think won't make it. Who's pretty good? Because like everybody who's pretty good is the superstars. Okay, so do you think Kyrie's gonna make it? No. Okay, that's pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not a pretty right good now. Hot take. Not right now. Right, right. If he can stay healthy and do something on his own, but ever since like he. But left. like back when he was playing with the Cavs and LeBron, I think like you probably. Like based off of your AD statement, could have like, said the same thing. Yeah. Like if Kyrie retired right now, he'd like, make it in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, fair, but, but like, so like, let's look. Right, like, who knows what's gonna happen to AD? Yeah. And like, AD's contract is up this year. So like, we'll see if he like resigns with the Lakers or if he goes somewhere I else. I thought, I thought instead of him getting traded, he just signed with the Lakers. And I did not know. No, they traded him for yeah, like they, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, yeah, and like yeah. a draft pick, Josh Hart. Now, now the Pelicans have a super team, a young super team. I'm, that's a joke. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, like, that the Pelicans do have, like, a lot of, like, high-ranking, good kind of prospect people that in two, three years are going to be... Like they, got, Bra- they got big names. It's like Brandon Ingram's the only one. Yeah. Lon- <laughs> Lonzo's not a bust, but he's not, like, the best. He's Lamelo. Lamelo's way better. Yeah. Hornets are good. And he hasn't them. even played. I. Do you think that the, the Hornets will get yeah, Lamelo? Uh, I think we're either with going with Lamelo or, or James Wiseman. Wiseman. Yeah, yeah, whoever... It kind of just depends on what one and two do. Depends on what the Warriors do. But if do they you trade think that pick. the guy from Georgia, like, do you think that Wiseman and Lamelo are going to be one, one and two? Yes, one or the other. They'll be one and two. I don't know. Or three, whatever. Yeah, yeah and I, forget, I also I, I want us to like look at like who's been one and two the past couple of years. Yeah, because I like Jason Tatum was three. As long as we don't draft like yeah. a big lanky white boy who needs to be in the G League for five years and then retire. His name was uh, Frank. Dude, I Frank hate Frank. I hate Frank Kaminsky. I hate Frank he Kaminsky. He is so bad. So we much. We used to rage at games watching him. Oh, my gosh. Frank Kaminsky would always, like – This man tried all- to – Jordan, Jordan, Jordan has a hard-on for those uh, for those 
Dude, Frank Kaminsky tried to back Likewise. down Hassan Whiteside when Hassan Whiteside was popping off and tried to back him down and do an up and under and got swatted three times at the game I was at. We call that persistence where I come from. <laughs> I guess. Whatever helps him get paid. See, but now the Hornets got a real young core around them. And, I mean, I've read a lot of stuff, and it's like, should the Hornets trade the pick? And it's just like, absolutely not. Like you Do have they want the have worst this, idea. You have this young team Bro, they were t- at a young but also, player. they made they had the best luck in the draft of like I think they had the odds of like going no. number twelve or this something. This is the first time we've had a good pick in the lottery in forever. Yeah. Well, we had oh god, who did we draft? Like uh, Michael M- Keith Gilchrist. Mal- yeah, Malik but Monk. Mal- well, Malik Monk has just been. I mean, I think we got to trade him while wow, his stock is somewhat high. He's, in my opinion, he's kind of been a bust. Yeah. Well, he's also really young. He is young. But like that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. I think what we just so our our issue is that we, we have these picks and we take these young kids. We don't develop our players yeah. very well. And then we get Nick Batum right to play with them and get paid twenty two million for playing twenty games. Yeah, exactly, exactly because he sucks. No, and I agree. I think that I think that the Hornets are in good shape, um, and I think that they do have a young team. Um, the biggest thing right now, the biggest crutch is the Nick Batum thing. Yeah, they got to get rid of his contract, and I think after this year he's gone. Yeah, but the thing is, why would we trade our number three pick for washed vets? Like, I don't. No, what is the ESPN no analysis thinking? Like, do they just want us in NBA purgatory forever? Well, so so I think that like the and like we saw this issue play out early on in the Hornets' career with Kobe. Like, yeah. we drafted Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and Kobe refused to play so in Charlotte, Charlotte because it's such a small market, and like that's like another issue that we have. Hey. So like. My goal for the Hornets is not for us to win a championship anytime Just soon. Build like, a that's good stupid. team. Yeah, build a market. And build a market. Exactly. That's smart. Build a fan base like the like the Panthers have done. The Panthers have. I mean, like they're called the Carolina Panthers for a reason. They've yeah. unified South and North Carolina. Their headquarters are now going to be in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Genius move. Yeah. You know, like they are totally building this fan base in two states. Play in Charlotte. Work exactly. In there. Exactly. Now, now and the for- Hornets have a chance to do something similar. Greer, we've we've talked about it on the podcast, but I want to hear your take. What will it take for a small market, a small market team to win a championship? I think it takes the right young kids that you've drafted and that have kind of grown up a little bit. Yeah, and then make it uh, appealing to vets. Make it appealing to these people that you know want to play. Want a shot? I mean, like you look at the East. I mean, it used to be wide open like two years ago. It's gotten a little bit tougher now, but like it's still like pretty, pretty open. I mean, like all the best teams are out the west. Hornets were like half a game back from getting in the bubble. Oh yeah, we were so close. I mean, I told that to everyone. Like we should have been invited to the bubble. It's yeah. ridiculous that we weren't. Yeah. yeah. All right. So they could have definitely beat the Wizards. So yeah, and the Magic. Yeah. So I got a question, and this is our favorite running segment, and I'm going to be the one who says it, and y'all are going to be the one who guesses it, the guess the player. Okay. All right? This is going to be nickname edition. Okay? All right. So my first my first clue, and hopefully you're going to get it, because these are pretty big-name nicknames. All sports or just football? It's just basketball, because oh, oh. I, wanted, I wanted it to be with Greer. Okay. All right? Appreciate so, that. So he might whoop me. Number one, <laughs> it's going to be best out of five. This guy is named... Wait, hold up. Do we just say it? What I want you to do is I want you to call out your own name. Okay. I'm going to raise my hand. Okay. 
All right, this number one, we're starting off pretty easy. This guy's nickname is The Dream. Yep. Uh, Akeem Olajuwon. Akeem Olajuwon is correct. All right. If this is history, you might not be woke. <laughs> okay. All right, number two, his nickname, it is kind of back there a little bit. All right. Just letting you know. This number two guy is named The Glove. Gary Payton. Okay. No, yeah, he's got me beat, man. I don't. I'm not. I'm not great with history. All right. Number three, we're gonna see. We're gonna see if he can get the clean sweep. I, he might go. Yeah, he might go five <laughs> yeah. or five. His name is the Admiral. Uh, David Robinson. Dang. All right, we'll just keep going out because I want to see if y'all can get it. The four and five, if you can get, are pretty I'm pretty impressive. I can tell okay. you that right now. Agent Zero. Gilbert yeah. Arenas. Dang. Wow. And then this one's the, probably the best nickname, but he's a pretty small person. Big Shot Bob. Bob Pettit? Robert Harry. Robert Horry? Yes. Okay, yes, Robert Horry. I was about to say. No, no, no yeah. chance. No I chance. didn't know. What, he, what are you watching? I just play video games. Okay. <laughs> I play 2K. <laughs> he just he just knows all of the stats. For I, yeah, no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't play video games, I, so. I, they I call them by their film. nicknames. Yeah, in yeah, 2K. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. What's, what's your favorite nickname of any, of any sport? The Bus. I like the Jet. To be honest with you, I'm a big fan of Hands of Stone. Hands of Stone, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, so Cheetah is pretty good for Tyreek. Cheetah, yeah, yeah. The I, Great Bambino, that's a good one. Yeah, that, that's a that's a classic. Um, what was uh the Iron, the Iron Man? Oh, Mean Joe Green, bro. Mean Joe Green. I'm a big a fan of Megatron. Shout that's out awesome. oh, Megatron Dude. is a good bro, one. I love I love sports nicknames, bro. I love Calvin Johnson. I do too. Mapletron. Calvin Johnson in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Thousand percent. He didn't play long enough. Yeah, I don't know. It's the same thing. If Barry gets in the Hall of Fame, then Calvin Johnson should get for, in the Hall of Fame. Barry, well, like, personally. Barry Sanders. Oh. I just think that, like, Luke should be. Like, uh, Luke Kinkley should be in there, but. Like, he I only think played, Luke Kinkley's going to get in the he, Hall of Fame. I, he only played eight seasons. They're not going to be first ballots. No, I don't think so. They're but, gonna get in like twenty years. But we're talking about the people who were like the top, yeah, in the NFL, yeah, and they and we're talking about like Megatron and Luke Keekley were the top in the NFL for like a while. Andrew Luck, no, no, he, played, no. he didn't play long enough, and I don't think that he was number one. He like, wasn't. Calvin Calvin Johnson yeah. was the number one receiver for that time. Uh, Luke Keekley was the number one linebacker. I don't. I don't know. I think Calvin Johnson was what didn't he set a single touchdown record, single season touchdown record for wide receivers. I th- yeah he'll probably make it. If anyone did, he'd make it. I don't think AB will though. Again, I just think that like, like Calvin Johnson retired himself. Like yeah. you know he was like I don't want to play anymore. I'm yeah. done. AB, did y'all like, also see his fingers though? Pitched a fit. They're, Bro, his fingers were like they're not gonna, tilted to the side. Yeah. It's like uh, Pat McAfee said: the Lions will never see success till they pay him, till they pay Calvin Johnson what he's owed. Yeah, bro, that's wild. Have we talked about Nick Saban catching COVID yet, guys? Nick Saban caught caught COVID. T's and P's. T's and P's. <laughs> Do we think that Nick uh, Alabama? Are they going to, like, because I'm fully convinced that Alabama is just going to be, like, full steam ahead. We'll keep going until the cows come home. If no players test positive, they'll just put an interim coach in and play. I don't think I don't think Nick Saban does a lot from the sideline, to be quite honest. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, like, he's a great recruiter. Yeah, he's an And icon. I think he puts stuff together, you know, on the, like, before the game and everything. But, like, I don't watch large, college like, football like that. No, yeah. I don't either. I know I've probably asked this question before. UNC's ranked five? Yeah, they That's are. That's wild. Sam, Sam Howell, uh, he went to Sun Valley. He He's that dude. Um, but what role does the head coach have and what role does the offensive and defensive coordinators have in the play calling? In college or NFL? I, in either one. I, I think, like, for college, it kind of depends on the head coach. Like, I know at UNC, Mac Brown is entirely, like, it's y'all's show. Like, I'm relying on you to really, like, they run. They work as a team. Yeah, run it. And I'm here, and he's, like, a phenomenal recruiter. Like, he won a national championship. Who doesn't want to go play for a guy yeah. that's won a national championship? You know, but, like, by and large, he leaves it up yeah. to those guys, and he's kind of the captain. Yeah. It depends on coaches. Like, Bill O'Brien right. wanted to be the GM, play caller, and head coach, and he got fired for it. <laughs> Mike Tomlin, he's kind of like a player's coach. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. want to play for him, and he treats his players like his kids. Yeah. And the offensive and defensive coordinator work for him, but I've seen Mike Tomlin take the playbook and call the plays. And, and he, he is a defensive. Yeah. And Tomlin was the DB's coach in Tampa when they won the Super Bowl. Just saying. So I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a defensive coach. So, like, he, him and the defensive coordinator work heavily together, and Ben and the O coordinator work together. So, it's kind of like whoever, however they coach. But college is different. Football, I just know head coach kind of, like, runs the show and then tells his guys what to do and be ready. Do you think that great quarterbacks have a say in what plays are being called? Like, yeah. Do you think that Peyton Manning – and Peyton Manning is probably the – person that would do it but do you think Peyton Manning's just like the offensive corner is like Peyton I want you to pick what you want it's I've seen Aaron Rodgers and Ben literally just take over the offense because they don't like the plays and when they run it they move it into two minute drill I think they could run a game if they had to same with Teddy Bridgewater yeah he yeah that was that was a joke no No, Teddy was was not that I was joking too (laughs) I just think like all the legends, like like when Tom was in New England, Sean Payton, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, I, I kind of guess Mike McCarthy, but now his new coach, they work well together. And yeah. it's like Ben, Tomlin, Drew, Payton, they all were, had consistency. They know what they're good at. They know what they want to do. And they have trust. And they have trust, yeah. yeah. And you build that up over years. So it's like Baker Mayfield having four head coaches or three head coaches, three years and three offensive right. coordinators. Yeah. How's he going to succeed? Yeah, no. And I hate the I Browns, can, and I'm saying this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you seen his commercials, though? Oh, yeah. Top tier. Yeah, pretty good, man. He's cashing in on those while he can. <laughs> Bro. No, I think, hey, but he I, knows. He I knows the Browns quarterback job is a short stint. That the the Saquon, uh, the Hulu, Mayfield, the Hulu job. With their skinny arms and legs. so funny to me. Oh, man. But, so, we've talked about kind of the, the kind of, NFL, we've talked about NBA um, with LeBron winning his fourth chip. Um, now we've got to talk about a little bit, and I know that we don't know m- too much about MLB, um, but kind of since the last time you heard from us, the Dodgers beat the Padres 3 0. Um, they moved on to the NLCS. Uh, the Braves beat the Marlins 3 0. Um, they moved on to the NLCS as well. Um, the Astros beat the A's 3 to 1. Rest in peace to the Elephants, the A's. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace, Connor's pick. Yeah, rest in peace, Connor's pick. T's and P's. Um, Rays beat the Yankees 3 to 2, which was sweep was honestly probably the wildest. Like, it was a great series. Um, John Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge, 
great, great series I by just, them. But it was just a little bit too late. I just want to say me and Connor predicted that. Uh, I think me and Connor both had the Rays. Okay. Shut the hell up. So, the Rays, yeah, they did. Um, but, dang, bro. Dang, the Dodgers beating their Braves right now 15-1. to one. That is a – that is, like, wild, actually. I guess I got fed up. But – Kind of going to what we're talking about now. Um, in the NLCS now, it is the Braves who are 2-0. 2-0, but going to be 2-1. Yeah. Um, and then the Rays are beating the Astros. They're up 3-0. 3-0, yeah. Um, and so, what we're, um, so that's kind of where we're at. Um, who do we got in the – who do we got winning the World Series? I'm still going with the Dodgers versus the So we the got Rays. Braves up on the Dodgers right now. You got Dodgers? Yeah. I'd like to see the Dodgers just because of everything that's happened, you know. Like, yeah. I just think that, like, Dude, they deserve I, it. I tell you what, man. I think that it's one of those things where, like, it would honestly surprise me if the, uh, if the Braves didn't kind of get – like, the Braves have all the tools. Um, so – with that being said, um, I think the Braves versus Rays in the in the series, um, and then I would love to see kind of the hometown team, even though it's in Atlanta, kind of go on to the next round, and it be the the yeah. Braves win the World Series. I, mean, I like I like all the teams that are left except for the Astros. All right, so this is the moment we're all waiting for. Lock of the week. Lock of the week. Um, so for this lock of the week, me and Connor are one and four. Because we are terrible at this game, um, Avery is two and three. Let's go. Um, so Avery, Stephen has a perfect record. Yeah, Stephen <laughs> is undefeated, never lost. Um, so Avery, you cannot pick the Colts, Arizona, Jacksonville, the Rams, or the Steelers. All right, Pats over Broncos by nine and a half. Okay. So Pats. I over- can write it down. Yeah, if you could. I got it. Pats over Broncos. Pats over Broncos, nine and a half. Do you have a, a spread that you like? You, This is going to be – you're going to be the inaugural guest lock of the week. So, there's a lot of pressure on this. Do I have to pick a – can I go against the spread? You can go against the spread. Yeah, I think the Bears are going to beat the Panthers. Panthers are okay. supposed to win by uh, one and a half, but I think the Bears are going to take it. Okay, so Bears cover the minus one and a half spread over the Panthers. Minus one and a half? It, the Panthers are favored by one and a half, so technically it's plus one and a half. Yep. Um, and I am going with the Rams beating the 49ers by minus three and a half. And the reason why I'm doing that is you because... Picked, you picked the Rams last week. You can't pick No, the that, I wrote that oh, for today. Oh, I'm still tripping. Um, so <laughs> I'm going with the Rams over the 49ers, and if they somehow do... If the I somehow lose. lose my lock of the week and the 49ers do win, I'm not going to be the most upset. Did you get Connors? Uh, we I will get Connors at All a later right, we date. We will update, you, we'll update you guys next week on Connors' pick. Boys, well, Stephen, I greatly appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. Come you back are again. welcome anytime. Um, just chat it up with, the, with basketball and politics and politics and basketball. But my strong suit. Oh yeah, and nicknames. And nicknames. Gotta look up some nicknames. Yeah, yeah. What am, what am I now? Oh and five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, boys. Well, it has been a good podcast. We will see you guys next week. Have a good one. All right.